everybody and welcome to the Jerick show as always on this professionally produced show i am javad malik and we have got a great show for you this week i know we weren't around last week because well we'll get into that in a second but after that brief interlude we are back so enjoy welcome to the Jerick show featuring your hosts javad malik and eric crone Timely topics, poorly presented. Alongside me, as always, is the lovable, the handsome... Uh, oh, no, he's not here. Oh, it's Eric Crone. Oh, I see how you're starting already. Uh, oh, how you, you been, Javad? I've been good. How about you? How are you doing? And uh, how... Um, I'm glad to have you back, actually. Last week, I uh, you weren't around for, for personal reasons. And then um, I just didn't have the in my heart to 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 kick a man while he's down. Let's put it that way. Well, that's because you were melting last week, right? Didn't didn't you guys hit like a hundred and two in London? Yeah, like forty degrees C. Whatever I don't know that what is. that is in freedom units. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's hot. That's for sure. And uh, I remember reading about that. Now, I was um, I was in Arizona, so I had very little um very little concern over you because i know at one point the car was reading 111 out so 40c is uh 104 and so uh 43.8 is 111 javad just think about that well you know i'd feel sorry for you but you know we're not built for the, this kind of heat over here like Hardly anywhere has aircon. You know, maybe you're lucky you get a little rickety fan somewhere. You know, so it's <laughs> it's yeah. not the same. It's not. Yeah, the we same. we had the uh, the ability to run from air condition to air condition, right? From the car to the store to the car to the house or whatever. And um, when you but, say run with your broken foot, I can just imagine you reading it. Clop, 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 clip, clop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I was I was thinking about y'all and uh, and all that heat because yeah, that's kind of crazy uh, for folks that aren't aren't used to it for sure. And I know we had some heat here in the U.S. as well, so it's it's altogether been pretty warm. It has, it has, and then some people have been lighting fires just to stay even warmer. <laughs> did, yeah, got to got to hear about it. that that one forest fire. It was started by one of those carbon offset companies. Is is one of those companies that there's a carbon offset, and and they actually started one of the fires or two fires or something. And, uh, and daisy. The internet being the internet, the comments were hilarious. Oh, I'll bet, I'll bet, did not disappoint, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the internet, oh, I was, I was being, uh, no, you were meant to say speaking of did not disappoint. <laughs> not disappoint. <laughs> yeah. T-Mobile oh. pitches $4 per person settlement for data leak impacting 80 million people. So that's three, uh, no, 300, not three, 3,200 million. Yeah, something like that. It, I, it, I, 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 don't, I don't mathematics much. Yeah, well, you know what? Because uh, they're saying here, um, class action suit for 350 million dollars it's right there on your screen in front of you i don't read very well either but it's a... 
Yeah, this we know, and it's too too early to do math. Um, I've had a cup of coffee, but it's it's, yeah, that hurts. Um, so, maths, it's short for mathematics. Yeah. So this one here, I, I chose this because if you've ever wondered how valuable your information is, we now have an answer. It's worth four dollars for your name, your driver's license, and social security number. Um, all of the very sensitive PII is worth a whopping $4. So a, I'm assuming they're going to slide this into the bill to offset one of the fees, like perhaps the just because we can fee, um, which they're going to temporarily assess for $5 uh, during the yeah. time that they that they pay you your four. Um, I'm just, I'm a little cynical on stuff like this, but you know, they have so much information and they collect so much sensitive information that, you know, th this just kind of, I don't know, it hurts my heart to see them kind of get away with this. It is. It's, it's, you put it like that. And you remember a few years ago, and there's been several studies like people on the street, they give up their passwords in exchange for a chocolate bar or something. Yeah. If you do the maths, they've worked out ahead because they've given a temporary piece of information that, that is changeable very easily for um a, a piece of chocolate which mm -hmm. is maybe 50 cents or a dollar but then if you think of all the yeah they, they've worked out so i think they're clever we, we we spent years saying that how dumb could they be for giving away their their password for a dollar or for a chocolate bar no they they are the clever ones they are yeah. clever yeah, at least they got their money's worth, I suppose, for, for something you can turn around on your password manager and say, change it. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and here's another one. I thought this was kind of interesting because uh, several years ago, I actually did a talk. I believe it was at Port of Los Angeles uh, because they're, they're hit so much. So I was uh, I was actually talking with the uh, alongside the Coast Guard and some other groups um to to a bunch of the people that were there and you know i had never really given things like our ports a, a lot of thought on this but you know for nation states for example uh that's who they think is doing this and, and they were up to 40 million attacks per month okay what's an attack what's is that it an attack attack or a port scan is defined as an attack uh, this is kind of like everything. This is phishing attacks. This is, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but 40 million a month is a lot. And and I started thinking about it. And frankly, they, they think these are from nation states, like I said. And the disruption that they could cause by taking out a port the size of Los Angeles, which we've seen ports taken out before. We've seen um, ships that had to circle for a while because they were infected with ransomware. They wouldn't let them come in and and dock and potentially spread this kind of stuff, right? We've seen that happen. Um, but ultimately, given the fact that we're just getting to the point, at least here in the U.S., where things are starting to show up on the shelves a little bit more, um, we're finally getting some supply chain stuff working. If they take out a port like Los Angeles for even a couple of days or a week, that's just going to throw everything in turmoil again. And, you know, economies are already moving all over. The stock market's already very twitchy. You lock down something like this. Um, this could be a very serious thing uh, with respect to the, the the country and the economy. So I thought it was interesting uh, that they have to uh, that they have to deal with this.
is very interesting. And it, 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 what caught my eye was this other story, which is a bit closer home to me. Uh, but Russian cyber attacks target Scarborough Council as upsurge reported after the war. The war. And uh, I, I thought, like, for, for our international audiences, even for some of us living in London, you probably don't know where Scarborough is. It's the, um, there it is, sea life Scarborough. It, it, it's on the coast over there, up north, as we like to call it. So mm. that's the good part of the country. And <laughs> okay, we won't, I, I, I won't continue that sentence. That's a great part of the country, of course. What did you think I was going to say? But uh, <laughs> it, it, it's all the way over there. And it, it's, it's interesting. So they're... Um, uh, head of security briefed, uh, 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 saying that you know they they've seen a, a massive uptick in in cybersecurity attacks. So it, it's really interesting, and and you know, like yourself, it's. I mean, I don't know what's in Scarborough. Um, I, I I don't think there's a massive port like LA does, but it goes to show that every every in your mind you might think an area is small or insignificant but they suddenly become very significant when they're part of an attack and when the systems are go down and then you realize how interconnected everything is. I and mean, for all we know, Scarborough is probably the linchpin holding the whole country together. And look at it over there. I mean, if it wasn't there, this 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 crack over here would increase and like leave <laughs> in half. That, that's how it would happen. So Scarborough, hold, hold strong, hold the line and, uh, you know, thank you for your service. I'm pretty sure what happened is someone did a DNS lookup or a, or a who is lookup and uh, somebody misread that when they translated from Russian to English in their mind and uh, they're attacking the wrong damn place because what the hell, you know? Um, yeah, that's a, it's kind of an odd place to get targeted. Uh, but I'll tell you, so here in Florida, I just got back from the Florida Local Government Information Systems Association meeting. Um, and yeah, it's a long one to remember. It took me a little while. Um, but essentially it was a gathering of a whole bunch of the local government, city, states, municipalities, well, cities, the state, municipalities, uh, things like that from around Florida. We all got together down in Hollywood, Florida, which is near Miami, uh, Fort Lauderdale area. And it was interesting hearing from so many of them and talking to them about the attacks that they're experiencing. Um, as these municipalities. And uh, my heart's always gone out to groups like this. You know that when we have stories on here about that, you got the one IT person that's supposed to be running everything and keeping everything secure. You know, they have a, a $7 a year budget to use it like MSPs or MSSPs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yet when these attacks happen, they can really disrupt a lot of things in the areas for the citizens, for the people. And, you know, it causes a lot of problems when these, when these organizations are hit like that and they're all struggling with it, just like this poor town of, I've already forgotten what the name of it was. Oh, right. <laughs> it was <laughs> the, the small unimportant town on the coast yeah. there. Um, what, 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 what we don't know is that maybe the entire UK is getting hit at the same level. Mm -hmm the guy or the girl or the team that is based in Scarborough 
they're just like so much more efficient at detecting these attacks. Like there's, there's just probably like some some one person who's like this this intern who but who's a whiz who's just like now sorting these out a, a, a one person sock. And they're like, oh, do you know we've gone up by two hundred percent since this happened? And I can identify this. And everyone's like, wow. Somebody God, spun up a sim. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like ah. They kicked you know. The, uh, they kicked OSIM to life. <laughs> you know, I was talking to somebody um, from one of these municipalities and, and they were saying like, um, they ended up making the news for some stuff. And, and the comments from this person were kind of like, why would you hold a press conference? Like, we know this is happening to everyone else. Why did you make us the poster child for this particular thing? And I couldn't help but to laugh a little bit because they are all getting it. But maybe that's it. Maybe they just said uh, somebody in PR was silly enough to go, hey, we should we should put this out there. And everyone else is going, yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> but um, but uh, the last story we have and, you know, we've talked often about how these criminal gangs are getting more professional in their in their attacks. They they very well structured they they have 24 by 7 capabilities they support they follow the sun you know everything is there and in the latest incarnation of lockbit oops <laughs> i didn't mean to do that <laughs> break this up <laughs> once again the professional production of this um, this is why our tagline and and please subscribe for more of this um craziness right um uh, but our our tagline type timely topics poorly presented yeah we're there folks we are absolutely yeah, there yeah yeah that that's the uh that's the brit shooting himself in the foot because <laughs> so uh lockbit 3.0 now has a bunk bounty program so they are inviting hold on the, the text is here somewhere uh hackers ethical and unethical hackers to come and find um uh, we invite all security researchers, ethical and unethical hackers on the planet to participate in our bug bounty program. The amount of remuneration varies from $1,000 to $1 million. And then they have a list of what those things are. And what's really interesting is even if you don't have a bug, if you have a brilliant idea on how they can improve the site, the service, or attack capabilities, What's so interesting about our competitors that we do not have? They can offer you a bug bounty. So it's uh, it is just quite quite remarkable how brazen these criminals have become, and uh, you know you can tell that there's a lot of money in in cybercrime now that they can afford to go out and then be recruiting people, project managers running bug bounty programs I'm, I'm sure pretty soon there's going to be some sort of like dark gartner firm spun up that only looks at these <laughs> they take briefings from all these groups and then they write reports they have the magic quadrant <laughs> the the magic dark quadrant yeah yeah the dark quadrant. <laughs> yeah somewhere as a service then this group is in the top right <laughs> you know it it is amazing how how mature these groups are and that's something i do try to get across in my talks a lot because i think a lot of places underestimate 
the the adversary here, if you will. And these folks are, man, they got it together. You're right. There, there's been support in ransomware for a long time, and sometimes very good support. Like uh, I remember Spora had a little chat box over on the side that you could chat with them, and they were very responsive, very helpful, all that kind of good stuff. They've they've really patterned these things after legitimate business offerings and they're structured they're well run um things like this bug bounty although i'm i'm questioning if you're an ethical hacker that is turning in a bug bounty or turning in a bug to help make that malware more secure are you really still an ethical hacker you know this is like the uh what is it the doctor's hippocratic oath is it right. so there's a murderer on your operating table and he's got three bullets in him like do you save him or not yeah uh, you know so it's I, I i think that's how um you know if i was a, a bug bounty hunter that's how i'd rationalize i'd like look there's bad code it needs to be patched i don't know whether it's good code or bad code that's not for me to judge <laughs> no no i would disagree with that strongly I don't care whether you agree with me or not, Mr. Croy, because I control, I have all the power here. So therefore, uh, in the absence of any objection, uh, I'm right, as always. And uh, don't you just love it? So with that, thank you very much for joining us. And we should be back next week. Until then, stay secure, my friends.